Business. Business. Business Innovation X. Welcome to Business Innovation X, your premier business talk show. My name is Chukuka Monye, and today we're going to be talking about food is good business. I have someone who's been in the food business for a while, and she's going to be really sharing a lot of insights with us today. Her name is Toin Kolawole of Ia Foods. Hi, Toin. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's so Thank good to you. have you here. Thank you. Okay. Now, let me just give you a quick rundown of today's program. Um, we have the Real XP segment, which will, which will come up real shortly, and it will just, you know, it's that segment where I talk about real life, you know, I share a real life issue. Um, following that is the interview X segment where Tony will be coming in today to share some of our insights. I have questions for her. She should be she should really brace ourselves. Some interesting questions. Okay, awesome, awesome. And then we also have the XQ segment where we will be receiving questions from different social media platforms and we will try to tackle that, um, especially as it concerns today's um, subject, um, which is food is good business. Once again, you're welcome to Business Innovation X. Remember, it's powered by Union Bank. Would you like to get some fitness into your business? When you don't know what to do and all is looking blue, we'll come through for you on Business Innovation X. When you really don't have a clue, dial in and we'll put you through on Business Innovation Business, business, business innovation X. Welcome to the Real XP segment of Business Innovation X. Today's topic, as I said earlier, is food is good business. Now, this issue of food, my people, there are all sorts of discussions about standards and the fact that some people are packaging food that is not even safe. What are we doing? Why is this not yet a significantly profitable sector? Um, I know that the opportunities are huge, especially when it comes to exporting. I tried to find some information and please, to all my listeners there, if you have information, feel free to send it to me. I could not get data on the food sector. But guess what? Since we're talking a little bit about exports, I decided to find out the size of um, the food sector in the U.S. As you know, our guest today already exports package um, stew to the United States. But check this. The retail and food services sales is worth about $5.32 trillion in the U.S. Now, packaged food, on the other hand, is worth $372.77 billion. I said billion, no, I didn't say million. Billion dollars. And this is according to Statista, a data agent um, in the United States. This is incredible. Now, how much of this can you capture? Clearly, there's an opportunity for Nigerian businesses and Nigerian food companies to make money. But why are they not? making money what are the challenges here's those are some of the questions and some of the issues we're going to be tackling with um tony kolawole in the subsequent segment this is business innovation x powered by union bank business business 
Business Innovation X. Uncle Thomas no like stress at all. But Uncle Thomas pastor comfort convince and making give one of his friends small loan. The day where Uncle Thomas travel from Badagri to expect to go collect the money back from his friend, na voice level oh hey. On top am in car on the overheat joint. Uncle Thomas no consign ATM card too. Now, eh, how Uncle Thomas won't take belief, say, with the new Union Bank mobile app. In fit sharply sabi the nearest ATM, we cash the inside, and even withdraw money without ATM card. Make it not be Uncle Thomas, oh. Download the new Union Bank mobile app and clear your doubt. Business. Business. Business Innovation X. Welcome back to Business Innovation X. And this is the Interview X segment. And like I said earlier, we have Toyin Kolawole here with us. Welcome, Toyin. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So this whole issue of food is mm-hmm. good business. Um, I like to take it from many different angles, but I think I'd like to first of all start with um you just telling us about iya foods first mm-hmm. of all that name is interesting iya mm-hmm. foods mm-hmm. um to, to my listeners out there iya food actually operates here in nigeria and also in the united states so i'm very curious as to how did you come up with the name and what does mm-hmm. iya foods actually do okay so the name iya is yoruba for mom so um when we started the business i wanted to initially use mama but there were so many businesses out there with the name Mama. So I just figured Mama in Yoruba is Iya. My middle name is Iya, but it just kind of worked. So Iya Foods was born. And it was easy to pronounce also for Americans. A lot of Americans would say Aya Foods, but that rolls off really nicely too. So Aya, Iya works. Ah, Aya. Yeah, yeah, foods. Okay, um, but what does Yeah Foods do? Can you tell us about Yeah Foods? So we're an authentic African-inspired food company, um, based as you mentioned, uh, both in Nigeria and the US. And um, the company was founded to fill the gap that we'd started to notice um, in the marketplace. Authentic African-inspired flavors are number one of the top five flavors trending in the United States. Not only are authentic African flavors trending, our style of cooking is trending. They have something they call one pot. But when you really look at it, you see it's jollof rice. Jollof rice is one pot, right? You put in rice with a bunch of different items and you have, you know, something really tasty. A furry roll, or, you know, a dikai kong. These are one pot dishes in, 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 you know, in kind of like the style of cooking. So I started to notice a lot of that. Started to notice a lot of things that we grow naturally in Nigeria doing well in the United States but weren't really the source or the fact that it's something we do well in Nigeria, we grow well in Nigeria, it's cultural to Nigeria wasn't wow. being highlighted. What are the key factors that people should consider when they want to go into food export business? Alright, so there, there are quite a few actually, there's a full spectrum, I'm going to talk about a few. The first one I don't see a lot of is food product development. Okay. So a lot of times you have people who would say, I want to export to the US, I don't think Gary, don't think crayfish, don't think all of that. I mean, that's cool. The Nigerian American market is a $980 million business market. So $980 Almost a billion dollars. Almost a billion dollar yeah. market. Yeah. Wow. So there is opportunity there. But uh, as if ER Foods, our focus is getting a slice of the pie that is the American consumer market. So you got to think bigger. So if you're a UK, for example, you have to think, what can I do that I can put in Tesco? Not just in the Nigerian market there. So food product development is a big thing. B, what is naturally available. 
So if you start to produce something that requires something that is imported, you've already significantly multiplied your cost. There are already a lot of bottlenecks that you have to deal with. So you want to look at what's locally available. And then if you go back to one, how do I develop this product? I'll give you a good example. Potatoes, very easily available in the US. A lot of farmers grow that. So you have fries, you have mashed potatoes, you have potato chips, you have it on the shelf, a shelf table, you have it in the freezer, you have it in the refrigerated section, you have it in almost every form, everywhere where every income group, every taste profile can grab something that meets their needs. That's something we need to think about more in Nigeria. I'll give you one example of what we do that's really taken off and we're introducing it to the market as well in Nigeria. Okay. Hibiscus, Azobo. Okay. It's not as appreciated here as it is in America. Starbucks has a tea they call passion tea. A lot of that is Zobo and it does really well. Then the third thing is standardization. Okay. If you buy any consumer package good, whether it's food or anything, if you buy today, if you buy five years from now, there's a standard you expect to get. We don't see that as much, unfortunately, with a lot of things that are produced in Nigeria. So standardization is key. You have to understand the science behind whatever food product you're doing, such that when person A picks it up on Monday and picks it up on Wednesday, it's the same consistency, texture, taste. And it's just the same product. We don't see that as much. And that's a problem well, if you're well, going so, to so on this issue of standardization, mm-hmm. I wanted to share a quick point and maybe you can elaborate and help the listeners a bit. Mm-hmm. My experience with some people that have tried to go into food business, mm-hmm. I've seen two things happen. It's either one, they tell you that they're actually producing something that is of high standard. Yeah. In their view, they feel it's high quality. That's true. Okay. Um, but then you have another group of people who actually don't care mm-hmm. about the standard. For mm-hmm. them, is there a market? Can we sell it anyhow? We just want to make money. No. Now, so yeah. there are two people. So, yeah. so the first person is saying, I've tried. Mm-hmm. You know, now my question for that first person is, who sets the standard? Because for that person, they believe they've tried their best uh, yeah. to create a very solid product. Yeah. But yet, they go and they try to pitch it to somebody and they couldn't sell it to someone else. Yeah. So who defines standard? That's the first question. And then for the shortcut, then you can also speak to that. So um, because of my background, uh, people will give different answers to that question. I would say it's the consumer. Customer is king. We've heard that. It's a cliche that we've heard over and over again. So is your product packaged correctly? Does it taste the right way? Does it have the right texture? And all of that flows from what you see in the package starts from where you're sourcing from. It's not just, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Think about that. So it starts from the quality of the produce you're using. Okay. So can you share one good story? I can. So um, there's a very, very large retailer, which we're not going to announce yet but hopefully very soon that we had an opportunity to pitch our products too and i remember going for that for that pitch was 700 companies there in the u.s and i knew that if we got that deal it would be a life-changing experience not just for the business but for me personally and uh, they told us there and then that some people are going to get deals some people are not um, at the end of the day they gave about 100 companies deals and yafut was one of them we have a deal. Congratulations. For, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, we have a deal for 300 stores uh, launching in February of next year of 2018. That was a huge moment for us. And from then, it's just been blessing upon blessing upon blessing. I mean, we do have the tough moments. But what I want to say is, you know, we hear it all of the time that you stay ready so that when the opportunity comes, you can take advantage of it. Wow. Congratulations. 300 stores. And that's just a, a start. retail yeah. Yeah, chain in the U.S. Uh, you know, for me, that's really encouraging. It, it, it just shows that when you keep at what you're doing, uh, one day you will just you will get that breakthrough. Wow! Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Tony. This has Thank been you. really, really interesting. <laughs> I'm I'm still going to have you around because we have a couple of questions in the next segment okay. um, that we'd like you to to, to address. But but okay. this has been good. Thank, Thank you. you so much, Tony. It's been fun. Thank you. All right. Business. Business.
Business Innovation X. Welcome back to Business Innovation X and we are on to the XQ segment. Let me just give you this one. This idea of food business, is it really realistic given all the challenges that we have in Nigeria, power, infrastructure, etc.? It is. Food business is a good business. People have to eat. People around you have to eat. So you have to look at what are people eating? How can I make it easier? How can I make it better? How can I make it affordable? How can I make it convenient, which is easier, like I mentioned earlier. If food business is a good business. You have to find something around you that you can do. It's somebody that started Pure Water before it became something that a lot of people do and you find everywhere because they knew people needed to drink water on the go that was cheaper than bottled water and that they could afford. Food business is good business. It's something you have to be passionate about and it's something you can do. You just have to really put your mind to it. Are entrepreneurs born or are they made? <laughs> <laughs> you know that debate? <laughs> I what think, do you think? I think they're made. I'll tell you why. I think as human beings, we're some totals a lot of times of our experiences, good and bad. So we take the bad ones, sometimes we want to improve, we know what our weaknesses are. There's so many things about my childhood that I feel made me the person I am today. But I think the reason why people make the argument for entrepreneurs born is, for example, I have four siblings, so there are five of us. There are at least a couple of my siblings that don't want to have anything to do with business. So you can say we were in the same exact situation and environment. I feel made, but you could take both and say it's both. Because I look at my kids and they were born with different personalities. They might respond to a combination of events, a combination of of home training in a very, very different way. But I grew up, you know, selling kerosene at kerosene tank for my mom. I grew up in the chemist selling medicine, knowing that this particular medicine moves faster than that one, and here's why. So it depends on what you like as a person. So there's an aspect of it that has to do with your personality, but there's also some total of experiences that you draw from to start that entrepreneurial project that you, you've been thinking of. Awesome. I wish we could just spend the entire day. I'm learning a lot from you as well. Um, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time, Tony. Oh, thank you for having um, me. Don't forget to get more information about the radio stations and airing times at www.ccmonier.com. Remember to follow us at ccmonier, and that's the Twitter and Instagram handle for Union Bank is at Union Bank NG. This has been an exciting time. Stay tuned, same time, next week for another episode of Business Innovation X, powered by Union Bank. Would you like to get some fitness into your business? When you don't know what to do and all is looking blue, we'll come through for you on Business Innovation X. When you really